Welcome to Bangalore Revival Center. Here we dream revival and serve people with love. Today, Pastor Robin ministers from the Word of God on the weapons that God has given us to wage and win our battles. Stay tuned to this powerful word. The topic for today is I'm going to talk about the weapons in the Bible. Okay? And you as you know, you know if you if if you have read from Genesis to Revelation, there are so many wars that happen in the Bible. And you know, uh, so many times uh, the uh, Jesus and, and even the prophets, uh, whenever they wrote books, you know, there's a lot of reference. There are a lot of, uh, of uh, mentions of war and weapons and sword, okay? Now, just to give you a statistic, I, I didn't do the research, okay? Let, let me be honest. I just went onto Google, and yes, Google, you can get a lot of information. Just ensure you type the right keywords, because if you type wrong keywords, you land in a wrong website and wrong stuff, okay? Uh, so, there are close to 150 instances of war and death in the Bible, okay? 150 instances from, from the entire Bible, not only Old Testament, Old and New. And approximately, you know, there are scholars who are still studying the Bible. Uh, you know, Bible is so mysterious, it's so vast that people, after thousands of years, are still studying. They are still uh, researching. They are still finding uh, references and, 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 you know, they're just studying deeper into the Word of God with all the translation. And they have estimated there are 24 million deaths recorded in the Bible, okay? It's an estimate, okay, based on, because sometimes the numbers are not explicitly mentioned, but looking at the age, the era, the population, they come to this number 24 million times, okay? And Israel did not win all the battles. Am I clear so far? Okay, if you think that God was on Israel's side and, and Israel win every battle, no, that's not true. There are so many battles that Israel lost because of their own reasons. Because it was not because God wanted them to lose, but they lost because they didn't obey God. All right? So it's possible that you're not winning every battle in your life. It's not because God failed. It's not because God doesn't want you to win that battle. It's because there's something you and I have missed in obeying, you have, I have missed following the instruction. You and I have missed the instruction that the, the, our pastor, our spiritual covering give to us and we don't obey. Amen? All right. Okay. So, today's topic is about weapon. Okay. Uh, I don't know, anybody over here actually likes weapon? Has anybody ever fired an actual weapon? Did you feel good after firing a weapon? It's, it's a joy, right? It's, it's so much thrill, it's so much fun. Uh, I remember uh, once I was in US and we went to a place. Uh, it's, it's a small story. I, I hope you all like to hear stories. And I went to that place and, you know, I, I love weapons just because it's such a marvelous engineering, especially modern weapon. Because, you know, a small bullet uh, with just a push of a small trigger can propel a a bullet to such a uh, high speed and intensity with so much heat and energy, you know, that, that engineering just fascinates me. And like, you know, I'm, I'm a very tech and engineering guy. I love, and you know, all my childhood, 
I've been I've been studying about uh, bullets and guns and uh, my past life. You know, I have two life. I have a life before I was saved in my past life. All my my wallpaper, my name, my aliases were all all very how to say it in a nice way. Very brutal, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, now I call myself as Robin Fly High. Okay. Now, before getting saved, my name was Robin Havoc. Okay. I used to play a game called Counter Strike, and in that in that game, it's a team player. You know, where two teams battle together. I don't know, Elena, if you should put this on a video or not. But you know, I uh, yeah, it was very good in in playing Counter Strike. You know. And my name in that was Havoc, okay? And uh, you know, you play on the internet, then people praise you, we need to kill this Havoc, he is actually creating Havoc and all, I used to feel nice. And then one day a man of God, uh, you know, I used to email pastors, okay? Worship leaders and you know, whenever event used to happen, when we used to do gospel event, with an email address, robinhavoc at gmail.com. <laughs> then one day one man of God nicely emailed it to me, what do you mean by havoc? And I explained to him nicely because I was proud about it. I like, you know, this is what it means. I play games and I was very immature. Okay, I don't know how to talk. And, you know, I just uh, write a very beautifully ungrammar English mail to him. And he, he replied to me, he's like, uh, yeah, I agree. You are called to create havoc in the kingdom of God. Okay, but you are not a havoc in this world. Okay, what, what you name yourself you will identify with that, okay? Uh, uh, there's a beautiful saying somebody said on Instagram. I, I just, you know, I watch stories. Uh, it says like, you know, you become what you think, okay? You become what you read. You become what you say, okay? So it's very important that you change yourself from inside. You know, you can dress your best in the best suit, but inside of you, it's all garbage, okay? You know, the first word that comes up to your mouth, the other person will come to know who you are, okay? So, yeah, uh, and, and you know, when I went to that place, I, I had so much joy, I had so much fun, you know, I, 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 I had a choice of 24 weapons were there. Thank God, I, I wish there was a bazooka, but, but there was no bazooka in that list. Yeah, and I, I had an opportunity to fire a pistol, uh, a sniper rifle, AK-47, a Beretta, and a, a machine gun. So, you know, I, I, I fired, it was so much thrill. And then, after that, I fell in love with weapon more because, you know, I understood that how powerful a weapon is. Because it has a capacity to not just kill, it can destroy, okay? It has upgraded, it has upgraded. So. You know, my, my fascination with weapon, it's not actually decreased after firing. I feel like, you know, I should one day go on an F-22 and, and, you know, fire and bomb. Like, whenever I see war videos, I like, oh, wish I was in that plane, you know, bombing the enemies and all. So I still have that feeling. So, yeah, weapons in the Bible, all right? And let's, let's see all the mentions and the references of the weapon in the Bible in the Old Testament. The first one is Isaiah. 54 verse 16. Can we all read it together? I have created this blacksmith who fans the coals beneath the forge and makes the weapon of destruction. And I have created the armies that destroy. Amen? Who is who's saying this? 
you're not sure, you know, there's two uh, very low voice. Have you not read Isaiah 54? It's a beautiful chapter. Yeah. yeah, but who's saying this? God is saying, okay? Now, God is someone who has created people to forge weapon. Okay? Now, these are, he's talking and referring to all the physical weapon. Okay? Now, the reason I said, uh, I, I took that gun example is because God is using weapon, physical weapon to win war. Okay? There was no war, uh, there were few wars which were won without using any weapon. Okay? I, I believe everybody is aware about those. Okay? You know, the army just shouted and they just praised and, and you know, there was a confusion in the enemy camp and they just killed each other. Okay? But God used physical weapon to win an actual war as well. Amen? Okay. The, in that same chapter, it says, but in that coming days, no weapon turn against you will succeed. Okay? Now, this, this, this verse is quoted many times. Everybody knows this verse. How many of you know this word or heard this verse before? Okay. It says, no weapon form against you will succeed. And we feel very happy. We say, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You know, we give offering, we give tithe. We come and say, pastor, very good sermon. No weapon form against us will ever succeed. But the key is, and the important thing you need to understand is, weapon will get formed against you. Okay? It's so important to know your enemy. You know, whenever a war, uh, uh, war layout is planned, you know, a battlefield or a plan happens, the first thing is they make a list of their enemies and they also make a list of all the weapons that they have. Okay? Because if you go against an enemy which has more powerful weapon, what would be the result? You will lose the war. Okay? And, you know, I, I, I actually like the 26th January parade in India. How many of you watch that? Okay? You know, it's like from my childhood. And maybe that's one of the reasons my fascination for the weapon is so, like, you know, my father, I wanted to go out and play because it's a holiday, but my father will make sure that I sit and watch that parade. And, you know, the dancing parade, the, the dancing part, I never enjoyed. But whenever they come and they show all the weapons, the tank, the, the, the missiles and all, that I was so fascinated, you know, I, I, it just, you know, it just used to give me joy, okay? And then I used to ask my father, why, why did, why do they show that we have so much weapon. So my father used to say, they only show very little. They don't show all the weapon. And one reason they show their strength to the neighboring countries that, hey, if you come and mess with us, we have these, which, are, which we are showing to you, but we also have something hidden. Okay, so it was just a showcase of strength and power of, of, of our country, India. And you know, I used to just love. But as a Christian, as, as children of God, Yes, God's protection would be there over your life, okay? He is there, He will guide you, He will cover you under your wings. But at the same time, it is very important for you to know and understand that weapon will be formed against you. Amen? Right. So, you know, um, it's, it's, if, you, if you see the Old Testament, there are so many references of war and weapon. But all of a sudden, things drastically shifted in the New Testament, okay? And the first instance is when, when Jesus started teaching uh, on the mountain. And, you know, in Matthew, he mentioned, like, you know, if somebody comes and hits you at one on your right cheek, 
what you should do, you should show your left cheek as well. And then, you know, there's an entire theory around that. What if somebody hits on the left, what you should give it back? Okay, people ask those questions. But then I started uh, studying and I realized like, why Jesus came and, and he's like, if we have to follow, it's a commandment, right? Everybody agree it's a commandment? Okay, now if it's a commandment, then what we will do with all the weapons that we have? Okay? What, what we will do? Okay? There's one more verse in, in, in Matthew 26, 52. Uh, it, this happens when, when uh, uh, Judas brings the Roman army to capture Jesus and uh, Peter, you know, the great Peter, he took out the sword and he all of a sudden uh, cuts the, the ear of uh, the soldier. I think his name was Malchus. Uh, his name was Malchus. Uh, and this is what Jesus said. Put away your sword. Jesus told him, those who use the sword will die by the sword. Okay. Does this ring a bell? So Jesus is telling, if you use sword, you will die by the sword. And in the Old Testament, people are just using weapons and sword. You know why? Because Jesus was not, Jesus is there in the Old Testament. Does anybody have a doubt? You know, from Genesis to Malachi, you will find Jesus, you know, the presence and, and, and the reference of Jesus. The prophet kept mentioning the coming of the Messiah, but he had not fully manifested. Okay? How blessed is this generation where we saw Jesus manifested? Now, and this is when, you know, when Jesus came, he, he said to us, like, you know, if somebody hits you, don't give it back. Okay, and this generation is like, I will give it back to him. Hmm. Okay, and second thing he said, put away your sword, because those who live by the sword or those who use the sword will die by the sword. Okay, but we are still into a warfare. How many of you believe? Okay. Now, I'm going to give you verse after verse about the weapons that Jesus was referring to or Jesus was preparing his people. If you, if you know, if you study New Testament, you will come to know that there is no mention of any war after Jesus. Okay. Because if we have to follow this two principle, we cannot go and kill and have war against people. And that is one reason the persecution increased all the way more, you know. So why, pers what, what is persecution? Persecution is when somebody comes and, and harm you or hit you or kill you and you don't do anything back. That's persecution. Am I right? But in the Old Testament, if Amalekites or Moabites or any, any neighboring king, they used to come, the Philistine, they used to come, we people gave it back, okay, and we, we did it the way God wants us to do, you know, we just destroyed because that's that's what God specifically mentioned to all the kings that you know you have to put everybody. There's a verse it says, every creature that breathes, you have to put them to death, and they did it. Okay, but yes, the Jesus, the manifestation of Jesus uh, in and in this generation, and He came and He 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 gave this to us. Okay, so let's read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. 
okay now everybody agree that we are uh, in a war okay and the verse says for we are not fighting against flesh and blood but against every rulers and authorities of the unseen one now what are these unseen one the spiritual realm what else demons okay good this church knows their enemy okay it's so important to know your enemy all right next slide and against mighty power in this dark world and against evil spirit in the heavenly places all right so we need to understand that right now we are at a war but we cannot go ahead with the weapons that is physically available to us in this world we have to have weapons that can fight the way they fight against us okay i believe some everybody here must have been attacked or you know been been some way or the other challenged by the enemy did the enemy come with a sword or a bullet or a gun or a bulldozer or f22 no 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 we all know okay we all know so it's very important that you know your enemy and you know the weapons of your enemy amen all right now the next verse it says uh, a very famous bible portion and i believe everybody has read about this bible portion okay we're going to quickly read it all together from verse uh, 13 to 17 onwards 1 2 3 go therefore put on every piece of god's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil then after the battle you will still be standing firm stand your ground putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of god's righteousness shoes put on the peace that comes from the god good news so that you will be fully prepared in addition to all of this hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of your spirit which is the word of god amen all right so everybody knows the scriptures i've just summarized it on the on the next screen the armor of god what is what is the armor of god the belt which represent the truth okay it's very important you know jesus mentioned truth to be the first and we are living in such a generation where it's so easy for people to lie you know so you know i just don't want to emphasize more but you all know you know we are all spiritually intelligent church we are all very well educated and we've been rooted in this church and we know every teaching okay so you should make sure you always speak the truth okay and if it's coming from me i really mean it okay because you know my past life oh i know how to to lie on face and trust me i was good at it i i could have easily get away my my still has complaints like you know she still says ye bahut fake tha hai you know uh, you know there are times i i still do but yeah but when it comes to to the kingdom of god no you should make sure that you wear the belt of truth okay second is body armor of righteousness everybody know what righteousness is third is shoes the peace okay the the peace who is the peace the who is the prince of peace jesus okay so you need to make sure that jesus is in you okay you you wear the shoes of peace peace the fourth one is shield okay if you have everything else and if you don't have the shield okay it's only a matter of time you know the enemy would be easily able to attack you okay 
you need to wear the salvation the helmet of salvation okay and the last you know of all of this only sword is actually a weapon okay what is sword represents the spirit which is also the word of god amen okay so what is our weapon the word of god okay my question to you is are we reading the word of god so we know our enemy we know the weapons the enemy use we know what is our weapon but the most important question is are we filled with the spirit do we have the word of god do we have the sword or the weapon that is required to fight in the heavenly places in the dark world okay you don't need to answer me answer it to yourself okay revelation 116 okay it's a beautiful uh, book and it says he held seven stars in his right hand and a sharp two edged sword came from his mouth okay you know when pastor priji was doing the study of revelation he did mention you know it's like you know if you close your eyes and imagine uh, a two edged sword coming out from the mouth of jesus you know it's not pleasant but it's still mentioned in your and my bible because it's so important that what is this two edged sword represents what comes out of your mouth word what comes out of your mouth okay and his face was like a sun in all its brilliance okay it's so important that you equip yourself with the word of god which is a sword you know a uh, few few weeks back uh, you know i i just saw a vision on somebody and i i went and i said okay this is what i see and after few weeks that person came and preached here trust me i saw what physically manifested the 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 word that was coming out of that person was actually a two edged sword okay so it's it's so important to to know your word so that whenever you speak from the word okay don't manipulate don't add don't remove it's re- it in the in the book of revelation it's it's written you know do not add or do not remove anything from this word of god all right so you should know your weapon you should know your sword the next verse it's hebrews 4:12 for the word of god is alive and powerful read it after read, read it again for the word of god is alive and powerful okay now hold on hold on we'll we'll read the rest now if you noticed what is the word of god your bible okay now you know whenever uh, you know i'm a very statistical guy you know i i love numbers any data scientist over here okay somebody is smiling with the that subodh you know i love numbers i love statistics i i you know uh, i i have faith uh, but when it comes uh, you know i i like to prove things you know in geometry uh, you know therefore this is proved you know uh, i love maths unlike my my spiritual father he hates maths oh i love maths and uh, you know i i if you if you study statistics uh, if you if you uh, read the, st- the stats or or facts about the bible you will come to know that the bible is written across 4000 years okay and there were 35 authors who wrote the bible okay but now uh, in, in in this very time if you read the bible 
you will never see anything out of context you know everything is in sync everything is in a line how is this possible only because it was written by the inspiration of the holy spirit okay now read the word carefully for the word of god is alive and powerful okay trust me out of the 35 authors okay uh, everybody died okay but still the word of god is alive and powerful okay that's the mystery of the word of god that's the 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 essence and the beauty of the word of god that you and i have you know uh, in our life okay uh, we may live up to 60 70 80 or at the max 90 you know because you know uh, the the life uh, average life uh, of a human being is getting reduced day by day for whatever reason it's our responsibility to make sure that our life okay should impact our future generation because even though if we are not here in this world something that we do should carry on for our next generation you know why because we are here because of our previous generation okay there is somebody in your family somebody in your forefather somebody in your life in your office or somewhere out okay everybody has a different story somebody did what god asked them to do and that is why we are here okay so it's so important that we know the word of god which is alive and powerful and we continue this okay the the great commission which is mentioned in matthew we have to make sure that we are carriers of word amen the next part it says it is sharper than the sharpest two edged sword cutting between soul and spirit between joint and marrow okay it's cutting between soul and spirit okay soul and spirit is not tangible okay what is tangible the thing that you can see touch feel okay but the two edged sword the word of god can cut between soul and spirit between joint and marrow it exposes our innermost thoughts and desire okay so it's so important that when you read the word of god and if you are not convicted of anything then there's a problem okay so make sure that you keep reading the word of god you keep meditating on it you keep living on it you know it's not easy but trust me it's not difficult as well okay there are people there are leaders you have your pastors you have your leaders you have one another so keep encouraging keep praying keep building each other okay and that is why god created church so that we can fellowship together amen and trust me i am so proud of this church you know we were away uh, last week and we were planning our schedule and i said oh we need to like you know we may miss church can we miss church i said no 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 we cannot miss church because this church has given us so much there's no reason in this world that i cannot miss being in the house of god okay and because we are in this church we've been mentored we've been taught by such man we have no excuse okay uh, i i keep telling my wife you know i have come to a place in my life where i have no choice you know i have surrendered i have decided that 
I will not do certain things. I will not do certain. I won't say a certain thing because I myself has not given an option to myself. Okay, you know, we Christian, we usually say, okay, can we do it one time? Okay, trust me, even that one time is enough for you to to fall into a trap of the enemy. Okay, don't don't get into a, a conversation or a situation where you say, okay, let's do it one time. Okay, and I know what I'm referring to. Okay, beat anything in your life. Just make sure that you keep yourself so holy, so set apart. Okay, and if you feel it's difficult, just come and sit with your pastor. He'll teach you how to be holy. He'll teach you how to be persistent. He'll teach you how to be righteous. Amen. The last verse for the today. It's Proverbs 18:21. It says, "The tongue can bring death or life." Those who love to talk will reap the consequence. Okay, your tongue, you know, it can bring death or life. Okay, so guard your tongue. Okay, because sometimes we don't know, knowingly or unknowingly, we say things, we we utter things. Okay. Even in our conscious and even in our subconscious mind, you know, if you've been following the cloud service, Pastor Shaiju Matthew yesterday said, you know, you need to be aware in your conscious and in your subconscious mind as well. Okay, so make sure that you speak life. Okay, I love Toby Mac. You know, all his yeah, all Toby Mac fan in the world. You know, that hashtag speak life. You know, uh, there are very few people I follow on Instagram, and one is Tobig Man, and he speaks life. Okay, and you and I are called to speak life. So make sure that you tame your tongue. You know, there's a beautiful sermon by Pastor Vijay Bellola uh, on YouTube. You know, tame your tongue. You know, it's a beautiful sermon. Make sure that you go and listen. So I just want to conclude uh, today's message uh, with a question. What are your weapons now? After listening to me and bearing me for 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 forty-five minutes, okay, okay, your words, your silence, okay, good. If you use your word wisely, you will have silence. Your word, what else? Tongue, yeah, words, same thing, words. Word of God, same thing, yes, and okay, okay. I'll quickly give the answers. The first one is your worship. Okay, now you saw you you know in the Old Testament there was a battle won. Why? Because they just worshipped. Okay, why the wall of Jericho fell down? Okay, because they just shouted the name of Jehovah and the and and you know the no no the entire wall f- fell down and there was no stone on top of another stone. So your worship is your weapon. And there's a beautiful song also. Pastor Kachi keeps singing. Your worship is your weapon. This is how I win my battle. Okay. So your worship. Second is your words, like y'all said, your words. The third thing is your prayer. Okay. We are in a season of spiritual warfare. Okay. And when you pray, when you pray, when you intercede for people, you are using the most powerful weapon that you have. Okay. The next is your giving. Okay, when you give, when you give into the house of God, when you sow, you know there are strongholds, there are bondages that are broken just by the f- principle of giving. 
okay so i know this this church i'm proud to say this church is a giving church okay this church knows how to build altar this church know how to give and i'm so proud of you you know i can i can testify you know uh, we we had a tough season but even in that tough season we decided we'll continue to give we'll continue to build altars and trust me when you give it's the best weapon against the any stronghold that you have in your life okay and the last weapon is you yourself you are a weapon you are created to make havoc in this world okay you are created so that you will break down stronghold you can bring people into life you can bring pull out people from darkness okay and it's possible you know the reason is because you and i are saved today because of somebody it's it's our responsibility to continue the legacy amen okay now the last point okay and promise this is the last point you know how weapons are forged okay they are forged by fire and my father is right now talking about fire okay so if you feel that you are going through a fire trust god and trust the process you will come out as a mighty weapon in the kingdom of god because if you see the first verse i mentioned from isaiah god said that you know i created blacksmith i fan the coal i i make sure that the fire is burning and hot and from that a sword is built okay and if you you seen the process of making the sword the hotter the the iron becomes okay the stronger the shield is okay it's not like only the shape matters okay only the edges matter because if you don't heat the iron enough the 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 sword will not become strong okay and you know it's good to know that you are a weapon okay but you would be tested by fire you would go through fire and when you go through fire the when you come out of the other side you will be such a mighty and powerful weapon in the kingdom of god that when you speak things will happen when you prophesy it will come to pass okay when you speak life in people's situation or circumstances it will happen and when you say something to be resurrected in their life it will happen because the word of god has the resurrection power because jesus paid it all on that cross okay and if you believe if you believe it will happen in your life okay you know we've been hearing stories of revival you know uh, that that has been sharing about all the revivals now the only question that i ask and i pray and i plead to god is lord if it happened back then let it happen again amen all right now let's worship with this understanding that you are a weapon that god has called you to be a warrior in the kingdom of god okay so don't get afraid whenever there's 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 a message put out that there's a spiritual warfare you have to do spiritual warfare start equipping yourself start start preparing yourself okay and don't worry when you've been tested with fire okay because if you trust god the process will make you strong amen thank you for tuning in for today's sermon we hope this word has been a blessing to you do visit us at dreamingrevival.com 
For more information, you're welcome to tune in every Sunday for our live celebration service at 11am at youtube.com slash Pastor Priji. God bless you and have a blessed week.